Deb. How are you tonight? Long time no talk. It's been a long time no talk. We're going to remedy that tonight, folks. We're going to remedy that tonight. Tom Burrell is the owner of the Burrell Agency. No, no, it's Black Farmers now. Black Farmers? Yes. No kidding. Yes. When did that happen? You remember the Black Farmers lawsuit years ago? Yes, I do. Yeah. And That's so, my cut. Co- the other Tom Morell is my cousin in advertisement. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that yes. amazing? The minute I looked at it and book said I booked Tom Burrell, I naturally thought of Tom Burrell <laughs> because <laughs> I know Tom Burrell so well. As a matter of fact, when we were talking, they're cousins. They're cousins. See, oh, we're. Oh. No. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds? And I yes. know this Tom Burrell from the original battles with the Black Farmers. That's right. We go that's, all the way the, back to John, John Boyd days. I mean, That's real, right. Of course. We're still fighting uh, discrimination. It's like the flu, Bev. It mutates. Well, Discri- the, yeah. the, the question that I want to ask is, how in the world have you been, and let's bring folks up to date, let's introduce how you and I met talking about issues of black farmers. You know, it seems like it was so long ago, and I'm still talking about the same things now with Lawrence Lucas, Tom, it's the yes. same identical thing. Yes. But how did you get involved? I got involved because I grew up on a farm, and I moved away. I came along during the Vietnam era. And I went to corporate America after I got my degree and decided uh, in the 70s to move back to Tennessee, which is where the Tom, the other Tom Burrell is originally, and got into agriculture. And I noticed that uh, unlike when I was a child, my father was a relatively large farmer. I didn't deal with any financing or any government agencies. And then uh, started to organize individuals uh, alleging discrimination and, of course, we were proven right. We were vindicated because the Department of Agriculture finally admitted to discrimination, and Congress passed legislation which uh, made it possible for African-American farmers, their heirs, administrators, and assigns to file claims against the government and receive monetary damages. And up to this point, Bev, I think there are about 5 to $6 billion uh, that have been paid out but like anything, if you're an African-American, it's like pulling teeth. And as we said, a lot of people will say, well, we thought this lawsuit was over. Well, that's one of the problems we have in the community. The lawsuit may be over, but the discrimination, which was the foundation of the lawsuit, is very much alive. And it has mutated. Unlike back, you know, our first introduction to discrimination was slavery. Then after slavery, Jim Crow, the KKK, and then uh, Jim Crow, and then state and local governments didn't want black folk to go to schools. Uh, then commercial uh, discrimination, don't want you to sit at the lunch counter. You can't get a room in this hotel. Then it went to government agencies, which is the Department of Agriculture, was found guilty of discrimination. Now it's moved to and it's mutated into the federal courts, the federal judges are denying African-Americans their rights. So uh, no matter whether we go to hither, Beverly, thither, or yon, we still have to be vigilant because the discrimination is as much alive today as it's ever been, ma'am. As it relates to black farmers, what I have seen, even when we have tried 
through our friends at the NAACP, Hillary Shelton, to get meetings with for the farmers with the hierarchy, the secretary, with the African-American director of the uh, Civil Rights Office within the Department of Agriculture. Yeah. It, even when we've tried to get those folks to talk to the black farmers, because, you know, there's another large uh, lawsuit about from the women within the Department of Agriculture. And the charge, oh my goodness, uh, Tom, the charges that the women have uh, uh, from the forestry department of being raped and and management within the USDA forestry department, uh, allegations are that they know about it, being beaten, one of the women that I met, they they tied her to a chair and showed her porno movies and then they raped her and beat her. As we said, it's mutated, Beth, that's all it's done. It's like the flu. It's going to be a different strain almost every year, every season. And we have to, uh, the immunity to this discrimination uh, is our being quote-unquote vigilant. Because as I said, it's, and the discri- same discrimination that Ms. Rosa Parks faced uh, with the Montgomery school bus, when the Supreme Court ruled in her favor, they said they violated your right to contract. When she gave her nickel to the bus driver, she leased that seat. That's why when we call the airport now and fly from A to B, the first thing they want to know is, you know, what's your seat? Our right to contract, Bev, was the very first civil rights contract we got in 1866, not 1966. And those rights are so fundamental to economic development. Most people thought the black farmers lawsuit was a it was a civil rights lawsuit, but it was grounded in commerce and trade. By denying individuals credit, Bev, you prevent them from engaging in trade. So it wasn't so much a farming lawsuit. It would be the same as if we the banks are doing black folks the same way. They're violating the exact same statute. The furniture companies, these payday loans, that's the that is another uh, strain of the same discrimination that Ms. Rosa Parks experienced. You That's know what, Tom, farm. stop for a moment because you mentioned furniture. Not until I read all of the information surrounding commerce, because uh, uh, I used to have an office, uh, be director of consumer affairs, and as a part of it, there were a lot of consumer products coming along the highway. And we got to know commerce well. And that's when I found out about this furniture clause. Yes. And explain to the audience what this furniture, because they say, well, what does that have to do with farmers? Explain what this furniture clause is. Well, basically, it's property. When, when we, the foundation, again, is when we were freed from slavery in 1965, Congress came back a couple of years later and said, well, you know what? It's not going to do any black folks any good to just free them if they can't contract, if they can't own property for the protection of person and property. When you buy furniture, when you get a ticket to ride the airline, when you try to get a loan to get a car, when you try to get a loan to get furniture, those are what are called cognizable rights. You have a right to enjoy uh, this country is the bastion of economic development, and you want to leave something for your posterity. Well, any creditor, whether it's a furniture store, whether it's an automobile dealer, 
whether it's the federal government, whether it's black farmers, whether it's the Montgomery Bus Company, whether it's United Airlines, they are all violating a fundamental right. And as I said, the problem is that we think it's coming from furniture, so it's different from the black farmers. And we think when we see a young black man being shot in Ferguson, Missouri, we can't make the connection, Bev. We can't connect Rosa Parks to black farmers, to Brown versus the Board of Education, uh, to, to the young man being uh, shot down, to the person who can't get a furniture loan or, uh, or a car loan. They're basically all the same. It's just a matter of degree. When Congress said you have a right to protect your what? Person. When they shot Michael Brown, they took his person from him. They took his life. They took his mother's liberty, the enjoyment of their son. Well, when they come in and take your furniture, when they come in without due process, when they come in and take your car, when they deny you credit, they're denying you a fundamental right, which is why, Bev, so many people come to this country. We say we're the bastion. We welcome everybody from all over the world because we would give them the right to contract, but at the same time, we deny it for, to black folks. Hold and that point. Hold same. that point, John. One and the same. We'll pick it up right there after these messages. 